She's sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jody sitting in your car. It starts right now. Welcome to Adventures in Jody Sitting, episode 20. Holy crap. Episode 20. 20 episodes, it's been half a year. That's pretty good, right? If I was doing this better, if I was better at, at, at my job here, and this isn't my job, I don't get paid. I don't make any money. I just spend money. You probably didn't know, need to know any of that. If I was better at doing my job as a podcaster, there would probably be a few more episodes because I should be doing this every week or every other week. And uh, I could have made a New Year's resolution to be better, but hey, we already talked about how I don't make New Year's resolutions. Please enjoy episode 20. There's a mix of things, little bits of stuff, flotsam and jetsam. I, I prefer the flotsam, but that's just me. Uh, have, have a great, have a great day. It's three degrees out. I could have worked from home today, but I am choosing to go into the office. And I'm gonna be honest with you. It's so that I can record this. Do this for you. You, the great unwashed. What? How is that a thing? The great unwashed. I listen. If you're gonna listen to this podcast, you're gonna need to wash. Here's why. I am. I'm a super smeller. I'm a super smeller. I am really hypersensitive to smells, and particular. You know, like anyone, particularly to stinky body smells and I, I can't have you being unwashed I can smell a dirty scalp that sort of thing you know so you don't want to be the great unwashed around me you're gonna you're gonna want to take a moist towelette to the important parts minimally I should do some um, adventures in Jody sitting branded moist towelettes <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for an angle for merchandise for the podcast. I wonder if I can do that. You probably, in order to have your own brand of moist towelettes, you probably need to buy in significant quantities. Possibly, you know, like, like a rib joint or Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that. Those folks are buying a lot of moist towelettes, so it's probably easier for them to put their brand on it. Someone like me, I mean, how many am I possibly gonna give away? I could probably give them away. Everybody loves a good moist, hard to say that by the way. I'm trying to enunciate, I'm trying to be good. Normally I'm lazy, we've talked about that. Um, moist towelettes. I have no training, folks. I, I didn't go to broadcast school. I did not 
take theater classes after leaving high school? You'd be surprised, wouldn't you? You would think I have, have tread the boards on Broadway, wouldn't you? But I have not. I, I don't have formal training in any way, in, in almost anything, really. I am not formally trained in any of the things that I do for the most part, including my job, <laughs> which sounds terrible, but uh, the job that I do and it doesn't have anything to do with what I got my degree in. I, I just happen to be good at this. I was doing a different job and the people I was doing the different job for apparently thought I had the mad skills and ability to do this job. I've been doing this job for, I don't know, 12 years now? They haven't fired me yet. They let me go, but that wasn't related to performance or my ability to do the things that are required of someone in my position. The good news is that the person in my position oh wait there's all those Christmas trees again hey look driving past the house with all the Christmas trees outside I just looked at it again the easily 10 Christmas trees so what is that oh, a, oh that's the greatest thing I, well, maybe it's not the greatest thing. Guy in a pickup truck. My ADD kicked in, could you tell? Guy driving the other way had one of those little... I don't know how much they are now. When I was young, they were like 25 cents. The little merry-go-rounds that were outside Kmart. Those of you hyper-local to me know what I'm talking about. We had the, the little insert a quarter ride on the merry-go-round or maybe there was a boat or a horse that kind of went up and down they had those outside Kmart I think they have them at the malls like a little section for the children I know they used to have them at the, the mall near my house so uh, no guy driving the other way had one of those in the back of a pickup truck and you know what that's, that would be a good enough reason for me to buy a pickup truck so that I would have the ability to just drive around with one of those. And then, you know, on a moment's notice, if I had power source, I guess, look at me looking for plot holes, I would just, you know, hop on it and make everyone around me jealous. You go to the grocery store, park your car, hop in the bed of the pickup truck and ride on your little merry-go-round while the kids in the cars next to you are losing their shit because they don't have one of those in their car nor do they have a quarter because they're little kids I will say you couldn't be a tall person and pull this off this is this is probably the sort of thing a shorter individual would be better at pulling off because there's not a lot of clearance between the little horses 
and the, the fancy roof of this ride. I don't even know that the ride needs a roof. I think it's just for decoration. But it does mean that, like, probably even for me, I'd be really hunched over the little tiny horse. It would look painful and, and probably very sad. I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking my plan. I'm rethinking my plan to buy a pickup truck and I guess buy one of those little 25 cent merry-go-round things. I wonder if you could just buy those. My podcast is a lot of us talking about things and then seeing if you can buy them on eBay or Amazon. I'm not even drunk podcasting because it's 8 in the morning and I'm driving to work and I'm a good responsible person and don't do that but it does sound a lot like when I go drunk shopping and I, you know God bless him Tom just indulges me he probably shouldn't he should probably try to redirect me when when I'm doing this because uh the last time we went shopping, and I don't, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think I, uh, it wasn't drunk shopping. It was, I had two beers, but hours earlier, we went to Smutty Nose Brewery up in Hampton, New Hampshire. They were having a winter fest, and his niece, was was the person who was running it. That's her job. She's like the event coordinator. I should probably find out what her actual title is because I'm sure it, if you work for a brewery, they give you cool titles. But she, um, she was actually running, coordinating the event. So we didn't get to really chat with her too much because she had the walkie-talkie and was doing all the running around for the various booths. But... Uh, Tom's brother Tim and his wife Lori were there and so you know we went up to hang out with them semi realizing that the whole thing was going to be outside and it was 28 degrees and we were expecting a winter storm to start at any moment while we were there so it was it was fun stand outside drink beer in the cold they had little little um, fire pits that they had set up all over the place and then they had a massive bonfire that they were burning every tree in the town of Hampton when most of the DPWs have a place where you can drop off Christmas trees after Christmas and then they they can ship them or do whatever it is that they do with them smutty nose um, put in the request hey everybody Instead of bringing your trees to whatever drop-off point you were going to bring them to the brewery, they piled them all up, and then they made the best bonfire ever. And I, I, have, um, I have some video of that on my Instagram, but I will link to it on the website, jodysitting.com, and the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Jody Sitting. I'll put a link to it so that you can see how wild it is when you throw a Christmas tree on a bonfire. We were in the toy department and that often causes problems. 
I think for both of us. But we did end up buying toys because we're children. And that we're like, if children had money, if children had jobs and then they got paid and then they could buy anything they wanted, that would be us when we go to Target. <laughs> and, um, and I have to go back and listen to the audio because I am not sure if it made it to the last episode. I think it might have, but I'll have to re-listen. Um, when we were with Tim and Tina and Eve and Cece, this, the topic of color forms came up. And I had pulled the name color forms out of the dark recesses of my mind. I think we were talking about Romper Room and Miss Jean. I feel like I would remember if that was on that episode. And if it wasn't, maybe I can find some of that and put it in here. Insert here. But we were at Target and damned if they didn't have two different boxes of color forms on an end cap. So we bought one of each and gave one to Tina and I kept one. And the one I kept, I believe my sister had, but I'm gonna have to check with her. wanted to ask you a question about your musical background and your the, the Tom Giroso the early years oh. the, the pre-fame <laughs> <laughs> your, you know your pre-fame yes. life yeah the back back before I was you know such a big star <laughs> I, like just to get some of your backstory I guess okay we uh we probably should look into that. So my question for you, because I know a lot of people started their musical careers. They started off learning the recorder. In my elementary school, if you wanted to play an instrument, then the prerequisite was a year on the recorder by having everybody be playing the same instrument. So it was also cheap. And I don't know, it's not like they could see if you had potential. <laughs> <laughs> you have great potential as a percussionist because you're fantastic with the recorder. Plus, I think it was just cheap for everybody to get a recorder. So in third grade, third grade was the year everybody in class got a recorder. I'm wondering if you, if your experience in Syracuse was the same. The uh, you're bringing back very old memories. Um, I'm you trying should to say that they're recent. Okay. Third grade was Third grade just is yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's very recent. Um, I do remember I did take an instrument when I was in grade school. Mm -hmm. um, I now, was this the, the, you were in Catholic school then? I was in Catholic. I had 13 years of Catholic school, so. But, I'll, but so I ended up taking a B-flat clarinet for a couple of years. You didn't have to start with a recorder? But, okay. I, now I was thinking that was okay. what I did learn. But also I remember there was at least a couple of years in there where this gentleman would come in. Mm-hmm. 
And it might have been the same guy who taught, who came in externally to teach the music. And he would bring, see, I don't know if this is considered a recorder. It was like a little metal flute. And maybe that is what you could also call would be a recorder. But I remember it was like a black tipped and a black end and a, and just like an aluminum body. Mm. Very, it was like very, it was almost like a little piccolo type of thing. Maybe but it was really it was. cheap. Like a piccolo. Could I don't think been. that's a recorder. So I, I'm not sure the technical thing, but it was okay. basically you could do, it had like eight holes. You could put four and you would hold it and you would be able to do two octaves. And as, I'm, as more's coming back to my head. I remember you could do half steps with each one of your fingering, and then you could double blow it to get a seven o- second octave, which okay. is amazing that I could actually remember all that. And the guy would come in, and it's like he was a larger gentleman, and he would sit there and he would just go. It's like he just play. He, he was good on yeah. it, and it's like, wow. Well, somebody. This has guy to be. is playing really like it's neat, and he's doing the over. You know, he, he's going multiple octaves and stuff with this little, like, literally. It might have been two, three bucks for this stupid little, yeah, the instrument. You practice, and you for had like to a week go like once a week. You had to go. To, no, no. Oh, this was this was just they sold you the instrument. Uh. This little instrument. <laughs> so some guy and was coming in shilling. Some guy for, was shilling the for uh, tin flutes. I picked the clarinet, so it's like, wait a minute, it's a reed instrument on top of it. So learning how to heck to use the reed instrument, you have to wet it. You got to make sure it's at the right vibration. You got to keep changing out the mm-hmm. reeds and stuff. And it's like, I could get nothing but really off-tonal squeaks out of the Well, thing. yeah. And I, my son also chose the clarinet. So I am very familiar with those noises. But, I also, you know. Well, the clarinet, when played nicely awesome when learning but even even it has that blackboard scratching quality but even even if you can play it well it's not the sort of thing that people are happy to sit around and it's not like somebody noodling around on a um on a guitar or a piano I don't know where it is, and I couldn't put my hands on it, and I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah, okay. I, remember, I, I vaguely remember seeing one or two of those in my mom's attic. They didn't get thrown out, but... No, I think there's a whole... There, it's a good thing they don't reproduce, because Lord knows they're everywhere. There is a landfill. There's a landfill filled with re- third-grade recorders cast aside as soon as the kids could get their hands on uh, they, I a don't, saxophone or I, I a don't flute. believe recorders are biodegradable so there definitely is They're a still there oh yeah, yeah 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 if you really need one yeah you can go to your local landfill and probably find one somewhere but thank you for um for for giving me your thoughts on the recorder <laughs> this is this segment is actually um, per a discussion that i had on a forum up for the cruise that i'm going to be attending and i promised some folks that i would include a segment about recorders in the next episode so this is for you sea monkeys and that was episode 20 that was that was worth getting up this morning for wasn't it please please keep your applause down to a dull roar you don't want to wake the neighbors if your car, you're in your car, 
you don't want to bother the people next to you when they see you not holding on to the steering wheel because you're applauding. Remember that you can, you can, I don't know how it works, you can leave me a message via the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash jodysitting. There's, there's some function in there where you can talk to me. You can leave me messages. I can respond to them in the podcast. But if you leave a message, there's a good chance I'm going to include at least part of it in the episode. So fair warning, by recording those messages, you are giving me permission to use your content. Um, I think that's it. I'm going to go. I'm going to have another cup of coffee. We have a busy day. Super cool.